From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, January 24th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Egypt's military ruler announces a partial lifting of the nation's emergency laws. It takes effect tomorrow, but it may not be enough to satisfy the opposition. There is that smaller cadre of activists, pro-democracy activists, who say the revolution never finished. And the question is, will tomorrow be the day that they decide they want to finish it? Also ahead, as Mitt Romney announces how many millions he pays in U.S. taxes, we hear about Greece's effort to shame its taxpayers into paying their fair share. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. The head of Egypt's ruling military council says the state of emergency that has been in force for decades will be partially lifted from Wednesday. Field Marshal Mohammed Hussein Tantawi was speaking in a televised address to mark the first anniversary of the overthrow of President Hosni Mubarak. From Cairo, John Lyne reports. Field Marshal Tantawi addressed the nation on the eve of the first anniversary of demonstrations that swept away his longtime superior, President Mubarak of Egypt. There are new protests planned to mark the anniversary. Perhaps in an attempt to steal their thunder, the Field Marshal announced a partial lifting of the emergency laws, a move promised by the military since they took power last February. But he said they would still be used to combat thugs, That's a definition that can be as broad as the authorities want it to be. So the move is unlikely to satisfy many in the opposition. Syria has agreed to extend the Arab League monitoring mission to Syria by another month. The Syrian state news agency said the invitation was sent by the Syrian foreign minister, Walid Mualim, who earlier said he didn't care if the observers went to New York or the moon. He was responding to the decision by five more Gulf states to pull out of the, of the observer mission and pass responsibility on to the United Nations. The International Monetary Fund has given a stark assessment of the prospects for the world's economy. The IMF said another recession was likely if the Eurozone debt crisis intensified. The BBC's economics editor is Stephanie Flanders. Nobody knows for sure how 2012 will turn out for the global economy, but the IMF thinks it's not looking good. Its latest forecast says the global recovery has stalled, downside risks are intensifying and the financial system is deep into the danger zone. The IMF says the high level of public and private debt in the advanced economies would always have weighed on the recovery, but the Eurozone's troubles have made it a lot worse. And it doesn't see an end to it unless Europe's leaders find a way to help countries like Italy or Portugal get their economies off a dangerous downward path. The international supervisor of Kosovo, Peter Feit, has announced that he hopes to step down and close his office by the end of the year. Kerry Skyring reports. The International Steering Group for Kosovo was set up to guide the country's democratic development following its unilateral split from Serbia. It believes that by the end of this year, Kosovo will have made enough progress and its institutions will be strong enough for it to continue unsupervised. But Peter Feith The Dutch diplomat who heads the international mission in Kosovo warned that the Serb-dominated north remains a formidable challenge. He said there was a climate there of harassment, violence and intimidation, and he urged the government in Pristina to continue its efforts towards reconciliation. BBC News. 
The office of the French President Nicolas Sarkozy says he'll sign a controversial bill on genocide denial into law within two weeks, despite warnings it will badly damage relations with, Chi with Turkey. The bill makes it a crime to deny that Ottoman Turks committed genocide against Armenians during the First World War. Turkey denies a deliberate genocide took place. Russia's only independent election monitoring group, which exposed irregularities in parliamentary polls in December, says it's being kicked out of its premises early, only a month before the presidential election. The group, Golas, is funded from the West and has come under growing pressure.